millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast. And this is the last of the podcasts that I'm going to be doing on Operation Barbarossa. Um, Obviously, I'm going to continue talking about the German invasion of the Soviet Union. Um, And it's it's difficult to draw a distinction as to where you stop talking about Barbarossa. But because Barbarossa itself on the drawing board was meant to last really... Uh, no longer than about four months. That's when it was uh, would have been kind of over, long before um, the or just as the the, the Soviet winter was beginning, and it was in theory meant to be finished a lot quicker than that, perhaps by uh, early autumn. Uh, the actual um, timescale of Barbarossa um, is uh, totally, totally derailed by a number of inconvenient facts. Firstly, the fact that uh, despite uh, the successes that the, the Wehrmacht have against the Red Army, um, and despite the encirclements and destruction of army groups um, throughout the summer of 1941, uh, by the autumn, uh, divisions keep being reformed, rebuilt, remade, and remanned and sent to the front. The uh, Wehrmacht uh, and the um, general staff realise that the Soviet uh, manpower reserves are verging on the the inexhaustible. And they realise that uh, much of what they've come to believe about the capabilities of the Russian soldier has been wrong. That the Russian soldier is a tenacious fighter, extremely brave by and large, and not likely to simply uh, give up. Uh, that many of the racial ideas that um, the Nazis have about the Slavs, obviously, as with all racial ideas, are utterly flawed uh, and uh, don't bear up to close scrutiny. The tenacity with which Soviet soldiers fight back shocks and surprises uh, the, the Germans. 
And many of the more astute officers and men of the Wehrmacht start to have a sense of foreboding that the uh, great adventure, the great crusade in Russia, is not going to be the walkover that had previously been uh, expected. So I, I believe, and it's always difficult in history to uh, draw clear delineations, but I believe, the, believe that Barbarossa ends um, with the, the failure to seize Moscow. And that's the kind of the beginning of what I want to talk about today, really. So despite the um, dramatic successes of the Wehrmacht, the Red Army was still functioning and had not been broken by the uh, by the autumn of 1941. Um, the, uh, the whole premise of Blitzkrieg um, was that it was meant to be fast warfare with tank columns puncturing uh, deep behind, li- deep th- through enemy lines um, and encirclement of armies, heavy air bombardment and the destruction of air forces. All these things had happened, all these things had su- successfully uh, occurred. And yet this, the size of Russia and, as previously mentioned, the huge, uh, uh, the huge amount of available manpower uh, meant that um, it was very, very difficult to have the kind of outright victory that was possible in, say, France or Greece. Um, Stalin's uh, soldiers, large numbers of them, did surrender due to the uh, level of demoralisation, the collapse of central command uh, and the effect of the purges. But many of them fought on tenaciously. The uh, fortress of, of Brest was defended by the Soviets for over a week in June and the uh, defenders eventually defeated, fought to the death. Um, the uh, report into the uh, siege of the fortress said uh, that the defenders were a courageous garrison that cost us a lot of blood. The Russians fought with exceptional stubbornness. Um, they displayed superb infantry training and a splendid will to resist. Um, in addition to this, one thing that the uh, Germans had not uh, counted on was the uh, heavy tanks of the Red Army, particularly the uh, soon-to-be-unleashed T-34 tank, uh, which was being produced in large numbers at places such as Stalingrad. The fact that the Soviets had been able to move a large amount of their productive capacity in a vast um, logistical operation out of the range of German bombers was, uh, again, something that would uh, be one of the Soviet Union's saving graces. The the ability to create vast production works at places in the Urals like Tankograd um, and to be able to ship huge numbers of tanks uh, westwards to rejoin the battle meant that um, the uh, Germans were at a distinct disadvantage. The T-34 was a powerful, fast vehicle with a large gun and had tracks which enabled it to move in mud and snow far more effectively uh, than the, uh, its German counterparts. On the 8th of July, um, the Abwehr, the German intelligence, um, reported that over half uh, of all Soviet formations and divisions uh, had been destroyed. Uh, there had been 164 that had been identified and 89 had been destroyed. 
But uh, a few weeks later, on the 11th of August, uh, in Berlin, uh, Franz Halder, a uh, uh, German general, um, was slightly less optimistic. He said, It's increasingly clear that we underestimated the Russian colossus. We believed that the enemy had about 200 divisions. Now we're counting 360. These forces are not always well-armed and equipped, and they are often poorly led, but they are there. The belief that many uh, of the uh, high command, uh, the general staff and the intelligence services in uh, Nazi Germany uh, had was that communism was you know, obviously an uh, abomination in their eyes and something monstrous. And because of this, it would easily collapse once it was attacked properly. So, just as in previous podcasts when we've talked about Stalin and Barbarossa, Stalin's view of the West and of Germany was shaped uh, through Marxist-Leninism and all sorts of misapprehensions and errors emerged as a result of that. Anti-communism, the Nazi anti-communist ideas, also led to these kinds of misapprehensions emerging as well. The simple assumption that there was uh, so, so something so unnatural about communism that once it was given even the slightest prod, it would crumble. Turns out to not be the case. It's arguable that most Russian soldiers and Russian citizens um, defending their homeland were motivated far more by ideas of Russian patriotism and nationalism uh, than they were by uh, a couple of decades of uh, Marxist-Leninist thinking. Um, There were obviously uh, Russians who believed that they were defending socialism, but most um, of the uh, Russians, Russians who resisted with their uh, with all their energy and determination, firstly knew that a war of annihilation was being fought against them. They were naive about that. And also they were fighting for the idea of Russia itself. And it just goes to show that the emotive power of nationalism is far, far greater, far more uh, of a motivator than uh, arguments about the uh, uh, Marxist-Leninist views of history and dialectics and uh, what a, a, an equitable society should look like. Some German officers looked at the vastness of Russia, the inability to conquer it, and the enormity of this task that they had taken on. And they began to consider, in their darkest imaginings, what the result of failure in Russia might be and what that might have occurred, and what they may have initiated by stirring the sleeping giant of Russia. And Barbarossa wasn't helped by Hitler. Hitler's decision-making um, for the, the three army groups, North, Centre and South, um, was uh, fickle and erratic. Um, Hitler was, of course, a the consummate micromanagement manager. Um, he refused to allow the general staff to function in the way that they had done for uh, decades, and he intervened uh, on a a staff level and also on a divisional level, uh, telling uh, armies in the field 
what to do. This was completely the opposite of uh, German staff doctrine, of Auftrag's tactic, of allowing officers, uh, uh, commanders in the field, uh, leeway to achieve objectives in the way that they knew uh, they saw fit uh, at the time. Um, Hitler switched objectives repeatedly. In July, Army Group Centre, which was marching for Moscow, stopped in the face of strong Russian resistance. Army Group North was able to press on ahead uh, and encircle Leningrad, um, the siege of Leningrad being uh, the longest and bloodiest siege uh, of the war. And despite Hitler's uh, pause on the route to Moscow, um, by, the, uh, by October, 19 million Russians uh, were in German territory. Uh, some 3 million Russian soldiers had been captured or killed at about the rate of about 45,000 uh, a day um, due to huge encirclements. And Stalin had lost over half his, uh, his troops. Those that remained were um, desperately under-resourced, hungry, lacking ammunition, uh, and sometimes having to scavenge the bodies of their, their comrades, uh, running low on even things like um, uh, Molotov cocktails um, to throw at tanks. Um, and in Moscow, foreign correspondents uh, waited for the end uh, and thought that the end of the Soviet Union was but a, a few weeks, if not days, away. Stalin was appalled by the surrenders of divisions to the Germans, and those that survived captivity, would, uh, of, of which there were very few, would experience Stalin's revenge uh, at the end of the war. He's also horrified by uh, the nationalities of the Baltic states and Ukraine, uh, some of whom embraced the uh, German invaders. Hatred of communism in those states was quickly turned to German advantage by uh, associating the Jewish residents, the Jewish neighbours of um, Baltic, um, Lithuanian, Latvian and Estonians, uh, or Belarusians uh, and Ukrainians, um, and with communism itself. And the anger and often and latent anti-Semitism that already existed there, uh, allowed the Germans to really step back and uh, let local people uh, carry out the mass killings that they normally would have done. On the German side, the vastness of the country proved to take a psychological and a mental toll on the tank crews and the uh, infantry that marched across it. The endless terrain, the... Uh, the realisation of reaching the top of one hill and seeing uh, counts of the stretch out into the distance um, and meant that the lightning war in the minds of many Wehrmacht soldiers was no longer possible. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, the uh, vehicles that they drove in became uh, exhausted um, mechanically. Um, tracks wore out. Uh, engines needed to be repaired. Um, suspension broke particularly on uh, long, uh, dusty and muddy uh, tracks, cart tracks uh, across Russia. There was there were no motorways like there were in uh, Western Europe or highways which were easy to traverse. One of France, Belgium and the Netherlands' problems was that uh, the uh, road network was really far too good um, as far as the, uh, the, the German tank crews were concerned. By the autumn, uh, a fifth of the original invasion force uh, was gone in terms of armour. But by September, Moscow was in sight. By this point, uh, Leningrad had been encircled and Ukraine had been conquered and the uh, German army had secured its flanks and was ready to re-begin uh, the, so recommence the uh, offensive um, against Moscow. Um, Hitler was jubilant and confident, and on October the 2nd, he uh, described the German army's march against Moscow as the last large-scale decisive battle of this year, which would shatter the USSR. However, October was extremely late in the Russian calendar for this kind of action, and the advances that Germany had made elsewhere in uh, Russia had given the Russians the chance to reinforce Moscow. That pause in, um, that I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago in the advance on Moscow had given uh, the Russians the opportunity to essentially empty Moscow of its inhabitants and have them build uh, defences uh, throughout the autumn. Uh, the uh, entire city was mobilised uh, to save uh, Moscow from German uh, occupation. Stalin recalled Zhukov, who'd been uh, fired by him uh, on the 29th of, July for, uh, Ju- uh, 29th of July for wanting to evacuate Kiev um, and had eventually been uh, drafted to... Um, the, become the commander of the reserve front uh, who defended uh, Leningrad. Um, the, uh, he'd previously been uh, chief of the general staff. Uh, Zhukov was called to mount the defence of uh, Moscow. Um, six German armies, 1.9 million men, 14,000 guns and 1,000 tanks and 1,390 aircraft 
uh, were poised to uh, attack the city in what was titled Operation Typhoon, um, which would be the final uh, assault on Moscow. Um, Russia initially uh, experiences huge losses. Eight Soviet armies are uh, swept away um, by the offensive, and um, there were those that were uh, encircled. Um, in uh, Max Hastings' All Hell Let Loose, he uh, refers to the testimony of a major Ivan Shabalin, who was one of Stalin's political commissars, um, and he refers to the, the diary entry um, on the th- October the 13th, a couple of days before Shabalin um, was, was killed. Uh, Shabalin had been uh, leading a, a group of uh, straggling, uh, straggler soldiers who had been um, cut off. Shabalin wrote, It is wet and cold, and we are moving terribly slowly. All our vehicles are bogged down on the muddy roads. More than 50 had to be abandoned in ground that resembled a quagmire. About the same number are stuck fast in a nearby field. At 0600, the Germans opened fire on us, a continuous bombardment of artillery, mortars and heavy machine guns. It went on all day. I cannot remember when I last slept properly. But however, the, the mud uh, and the rain uh, was a problem not just for the Red Army, but also for the Wehrmacht. Um, and it was the Wehrmacht who had their supply lines which were overextended um, and were therefore potentially more vulnerable. On the 15th of October, uh, another diary entry reads, this is a German tank gunner, Karl Fuchs, um, who believed it was all over by the shouting. He said, From now on, Russian resistance will be minor. All we have to do is keep rolling forward. Our duty has been to fight and to free the world from this communist disease. One day, many years hence, the world will thank the Germans and our beloved Führer for our victories here in Russia. And it gives you a real uh, snapshot into the mindset of German soldiers in Russia and what they believed they were doing and the, just, the moral justification for doing it. Um, so the, the mud began to slow down the, the German advance. Um, Rasputitsa is the, the term for the, the, German, uh, the Russian autumn rains. Uh, which are naturally followed by freezing weather. Um, and the Germans seem to have had relatively little knowledge or understanding of this uh, weather cycle. Even though the German army put a great deal of time and effort into understanding meteorology, as all modern armies do, what perhaps they didn't understand was the, um, the the lack of real infrastructure in Russia, so the uh, dependence that many Russians had on cart roads and muddy tracks. Um, there was uh, only 40,000 miles of tarmac, um, less than 50,000 miles of rail track uh, in uh, Russia, um, and you can imagine how how minimal that really must be. And the uh, German supply system, which was already overstretched, um, as it as the uh, German logistics were uh, not particularly suited to this kind of l- longer term campaign, um, became um, profoundly compromised by the mud. 
the difficulty that the Germans faced was that Soviet, uh, despite Soviet losses in the West, reinforcements could come from the East. Um, and Richard Sorge, who was Stalin's spy in um, uh, Tokyo, um, was starting to hear curious things about Japanese intentions towards the USA. And by November, those intentions were starting to crystallise into uh, a decision to attack America in the Pacific. Stalin therefore gambled on the fact that Sorge was right and that there would be no uh, um, attack by the Japanese to uh, complement their uh, commitment to Germany in the anti-Comintern pact uh, in Siberia in 1941. And that meant the Siberian divisions that Stalin had uh, there waiting for to preempt the possibility of a Japanese attack could then be moved to the West, could be moved to uh, liberate um, the, uh, the threat to, to, to Moscow or alleviate that threat. The snows were soon likely to come and this would be the opportunity to deal the Germans um, a blow um, that they would not be able to uh, recover from easily. The, uh, the fact that the German army had not uh, bargained on the winter campaign was clear when the temperatures began to plunge and German engines began to freeze. There was no antifreeze in the petrol and also German officers and men didn't have warm winter clothing. In the second week of October, Zhukov examined the uh, defences uh, to Moscow and realised that basically all approaches to the city were wide open. Um, he, can, he said, in essence, uh, all the approaches to Moscow were open. Our troops could not have stopped the enemy. Um, he, refer he informed Stalin of this um, and said that the capital was doomed if the Germans chose to attack in strength. The uh, government began to be uh, evacuated to Kuybyshev, um, 500 miles uh, east of the Volga. And true to form, the NKVD began to execute uh, anyone politically suspect that they had in the prison cells uh, in case they fell into German hands and could be used uh, in um, uh, ways to uh, further undermine uh, the Soviet Union. Um, panic uh, looting of shops occurred and the uh, law and order broke down to the extent that there were even uh, attacks on NKVD uh, officers uh, who were identified uh, by the public. Um, however, despite all this, Stalin on the 18th of October decides to stay in Moscow. Um, he decides that he will be resolute, and this decision serves him very well. Uh, risky, of course. Um, the um, recognition that he gets from this from the wider population is quite significant later on. Um, the, on the 7th of November, units who were marching to the front uh, were diverted to stage the traditional um, celebratory uh, parade through the capital to uh, commemorate uh, the October Revolution. 
Um, in all, it was Stalin who met those troops and who saluted them, um, and there was footage of him there, uh, steadfast and ready to defend the city. And it was uh, on that evening that the first snowfalls come. Um, and it's the snowfalls, arguably, that save Moscow. Um, the uh, Germans, unable to move due to the freezing weather, um, were unable to make the final breakthrough and sat outside of the city. Um, and the troops began to suffer the effects of the cold. Now I'm going to continue with uh, this um, Operation Typhoon um, in the next week or so, but um, we're going to move on now to, uh, in the next few weeks, to other aspects of the German invasion of the Soviet Union. Now I hope you find this useful. You can always um, check out my uh, long-form journalism on Patreon or uh, visitors at the Explaining History Podcast Facebook group, um, where there's uh, other content there for you. And um, if you can support us on Patreon, then that would be uh, greatly appreciated, obviously. Um, doing this podcast is a labour of love, I'll grant you that, but um, it helps to have some uh, financial support when any of our listeners can, can afford to spare a, a little bit of money here and there. Anyway, thanks very much, and I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.